Welcome to She's a DPM, a platform for women to share their experiences, knowledge, and insights on cultivating a life in and outside the field of podiatric medicine and surgery. Here we go. Welcome back to She's a DPM. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Oxman, and today is actually a solo episode, but it is a still a special episode because this one is, is specifically for um, the students, my student listeners out there that are transitioning into their fourth year and about to embark on externship year. I was actually just going through my phone the other day. Um, I did... So I went to seven different programs and then had um, private practice and uh, internal medicine and then also your month off. So I went I, starting in May, I traveled to a new program every month and I didn't like um, limit my externships to any certain location. So I traveled all over the country and it's really cool now, many years later to look back at all the experiences. Um, and there were some really great experiences and, uh, got to, you know, go hiking, fishing, met a ton of now, um, colleagues that I've stayed in touch with throughout the years. So yes, it's a challenging year, but there are also still a lot of amazing opportunities and experiences to be had. So get excited get excited, get excited because it really is going to go by fast. And you did all this hard work for the last three years. And it's really like led you to here. So like, first off, take a moment to just like, look how far you've come fourth year. You learned so much and it's all practical and all these skill sets that you've like learned in the classroom and all that kind of comes into play now when you're really having patient interactions and hopefully doing a lot of surgery. It's just a, a whirlwind of a year. So I want to give you three simple ways that you can have a more successful extern year. Um, these are all things that I did during my extern year that I thought were beneficial. And then if you like any additional tips, I have created under a highlight under resident on, at my Instagram at Dr. Oxman for any more tips. And then always feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions and I will try to help you or put you in touch with somebody that would be able to help you. And I really mean that. So let's get into it. So my first tip for successful, and I'm hoping that some of these are a little different than just like what your school has told you in the past or friends. Um, but my first tip is always keep a business casual outfit in your car at all times during any externship during your month. And if you don't have a car because you're like really at one hospital, see if you can like have a locker or if they give you a locker, if not like keep it in the resident room, this is going to come in handy for you. There were several times where, um, during a, a, a month I was in surgery late or in clinic late. And there was going to be like a resident academic or a dinner. And maybe at that time, like most of the faculty was going to be there or the residency director. I wanted to make a good impression and I had to go in scrubs because I didn't have a business casual outfit in the car. Sadly, like first impressions are a big deal. So if you come prepared and always have an outfit ready to go in your car, this will save you. Um, 
I love this quote by Oscar Wilde. That's you can never be too overdressed or overeducated. And I'm not telling you to wear like a ball gown or a tux, but if you show up for the job you want, not the job you have, you're going to feel more confident. You're going to be more prepared and you're just going to give off, honestly, a better presentation of yourself. So make sure you keep a business casual outfit in your car. Second tip, keep a note in your phone of the attendings and the residents' preferences. Yes, even the residents. And I'm going to tell you why. Especially if you're um, at a residency program where you're working a lot with the first and second years, these tend to be some of the most very, very difficult years. And if there was a student that could help make my life a little easier by, you know, doing something as simple as grabbing my gloves or helping set up the room, those are really like who stood out to me and who I really remembered because um, I could tell that they were not just like wanting to help me. They had a great work ethic and it was, they were showing that they were paying attention to the small details, right? So if you can pay attention to the small details, I know that maybe those bigger items um, aren't missed as well. So have a note in your phone that has the attending and residence glove sizes, dressing casting materials, preferred locally anesthetics, if they use a tourniquet or not. I will say still always ask before you open these items, but it would show like if you had them in the room ready to go, um, that you're prepared and you're going to look like a rock star. Everyone says they're hardworking, right? We all know that actions speak louder than words. And if you can show up and do that 10% more, that's going to, that's going to show them. It won't go unrecognized while there's like many times that students come back, like, right. We're at their whole year. Sometimes you have three, five students a month. Um, things can get a little wishy-washy by the time interviews come by, sadly. But if you came and you showed up prepared and you were helpful, even if things are a little hazy in the interviewer's mind, if you left a positive feeling or like a for the residents and attendings, they will remember that when they see your face, right? It's that um, connection that, oh, I remember this person and I have a good feeling about that. So that's why just doing those small things and that extra 10% is going to really help you stand out. My third tip is keep a journal during your externship. And it doesn't have to be a long journal. I would write one to two sentences a day, um, just something easy about how I was feeling that day, whether it was positive or a negative kind of feeling or experiences. And I'll tell you why. Um, During one of my, and I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to possibly have a bad month, but there's always still something to learn from that. And just because you have a bad month there, um, doesn't mean that's a time to slack off. Uh, podiatry is a very small field. So you still want to show up and try to do that extra 10%. And it's for you as well, right? Um, you never know when uh, you'll be reconnected with um, some people. So just keep that in mind. But also it's good to know where you fit in, where you feel positive where you think you're going to have a good training because you are there for three years and they're a long three years um, versus a place that 
you just feel negative and um, down or just like, don't feel like it's a good fit. And after a year going to interviews and not being able to reflect back on that journal, there were times where I was like, well, maybe I could see myself at this program. But when going back and seeing that majority of my days, I had a negative feeling, well, I don't want to end up at that program. Even if it is a great program, I know that's not going to be a good fit for me. So I didn't rank that program because why would I want to go to a place that majority of the times, um, it wasn't a positive feeling. So almost, almost rank them. And once you rank a program, you always are, have a possibility of, um, landing there. So just keep that in mind that months go by and you tend to maybe sometimes only remember the positives or if there were cool cases, but really pay attention to how you feel and just write one to two sentences a day uh, that you can reflect back on during your interviews. And a quick bonus pearl or tip. I know I said I was only going to do three, but I actually find this is to be really important as well. Um, an easy way and bonus, bonus tip here, an easy way to stay in contact with residents. I know many times people are like, well, I don't want to feel like I'm bothering them a lot. And you, if you, you don't, you definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but if you're nervous about staying in contact with a program that you're uh, interested in, here is a way to go about that in a non-awkward way. So uh, I would keep track of maybe some interesting cases that I did that month that I was heavily involved in. Um, and every month or every other month, I would take the time to text the resident and ask how the patient is doing, right? This shows you that you're involved. You're still um, caring about their, their patient. And then also then I would just slip in how much I enjoyed the program and how hope everyone's doing well. Easy, simple shows that you're thinking of a case that you were present in, um, you care about the patients and that you're still interested in the program. So that's my tip on an easy way to stay in contact with residents. And finally, um, just write the damn thank you notes as well. Like take the time, write a thank you notes to the residents and attendings that you worked with at the program. It's that extra 10% that is going to take you where you want to be. And maybe you won't feel that way during your fourth year, but I promise you there are people that remember those extra steps. And maybe it comes time that you're looking for a job after residency or fellowship. And the, some people will remember um, that extra 10%. So good luck, everyone. It's going to be fourth year should still be fun. Like I, it was my favorite year, even though I was away from uh, family and friends, I learned a lot. I got to see a lot of the country, take time to get out and explore your area that you're possibly going to live in. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or my email. Um, if you have any questions or need any advice, I'd be happy to help you any way I can. So thank you and have a great rest of the week. Email me at dropoxman at gmail.com. The address is in the show notes below. And let me know if there's a topic or if you know a kick-ass lady who should be interviewed. Thanks for listening. 
looking forward to hearing your comments and suggestions on the podcast and remember stay uncomfortable that's where we grow